text is Latin. It was composed by Vivaldi, who was one of the most popular composers of his time. But it's one of our favorites this year, and um, we've really enjoyed doing this. It's from, as I said, the Latin text of Glory to God in the Highest. next piece will be sung um, by Brother Dwight Hewlin. It's based on Isaiah 40, verses 1 through 3. Comfort ye, my people. Oh 
comes from that same passage of scripture, Isaiah 40 and verse 5, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. As you listen to this piece, listen how many times the choir keeps coming through with all of the busyness of the announcement, with the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Thank you. 
Our next piece is taken from Isaiah chapter 7 and chapter 40, as well as Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. This is, Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and O thou that tellest good tidings to Zion. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. Oh, 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 oh,
Now we move from Old Testament prophecy about the Messiah to his arrival. These next um, four solos are actually what are called recitatives. It's a fun word to say. If you don't have fun saying it, you're not saying it right. Recitatives were something that originated from opera, and it was when you had a little part of the story that needed to be sung but, or, or said, just some kind of dialogue that needed to keep moving to the next major piece. And so Handel used that here, um, and these will tell the story of the shepherds in the field. So listen as the tension grows and as things build from there being this peaceful setting the shepherds quietly sitting there, minding their own business, watching their sheep by night, when suddenly an intruder scared them to death. <laughs> and then, of course, by the end of this, this leads straight into the chorus, which is supposed to be the angel chorus, singing glory to God in the, in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I know we're a lot smaller than that heavenly host was on that night, but we'll all imagine together and listen to the end. You can hear in the piano part as the angels flutter back away into heaven. So enjoy these four recitatives and glory to God. There were shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Praising God and saying, 
Our next two pieces will be taken from the ministry of Christ, which ends part one of Handel's Messiah. Um, the passage is taken from Isaiah 53 and Isaiah 40, as well as Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 29. It begins with another recitative, then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and then an air that is sung by, um, which is a more dramatic solo piece, um, he shall feed his flock, and then Christ, at the end of that, calling out, come unto me. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped, then shall the Oh! 
song now that was very very popular hymn during the Baroque era. It was actually a Latin hymn. Uh, one, it was um, Johann Sebastian Bach's favorite hymn. He wrote many arrangements to it. He actually harmonized the one that's in our book. So let's stand together and sing number 136. It's a hymn that meditates. There's many more original verses to it, but in each verse of the original meditated on a different part of the Savior's body as he suffered on the cross, as he suffered agony, as he was sacrificed to pay for our sins. And the version we have here, it just focuses primarily here on the beginning. Oh, sacred head now wounded with grief and shame weighed down. So as we sing the song, meditate on what Christ suffered on the cross to save us from our sins.
Amen. You can be seated. Well, now we return to Handel's Messiah, to a little group of recitatives and arias. I'll let you guess which one is which. But I, I explain arias this way. You sing them like they're a love song. And of course, this is definitely a love song as we sing about Christ's love for us and all that he suffered. So we're going to sing some passages here taken from the book of Psalms and Isaiah and Lamentation about the suffering of our Savior.
But thou didst not leave his soul in hell. But thou didst not leave his soul in hell. Nor didst thou suffer, nor didst thou suffer. the resurrection of Christ, but Handel's Messiah cannot be complete unless you sing the Hallelujah Chorus, often placed at the resurrection of Christ, but we know ultimately these lyrics will be sung one day in the presence of our Savior as we recognize him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It is said that Queen Victoria so moved at a performance once removed the crown from her head and placed it on the chair beside her because she could not wear her crown in the presence of the King of Kings. And of course, one of her ancestors at one of the first performances of Handel's Messiah is said to have become so moved during the performance as it comes toward the end and it rings out King of Kings and Lord of Lords, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He couldn't stay seated any longer and he stood to honor the King of Kings. And of course, everyone else in the concert hall had to stand with him. Hence the tradition today that when we sing the Hallelujah Chorus, we rise to honor the King of Kings and Lord of Kings. Oh. 
Thank you.